Snoochie Boochies, bitch! It's the Review New Podcast with Evan and John. Yo, Evan, how are you doing this fine uh, evening? I'm I am good. I am I am a wealthier man uh, spiritually for having uh, for having now seen the Jane Silent oh, Bob reboot. I thought you were I thought you were about to do like legit. No, I, I, no, I don't have any money. money yeah. Oh no, 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 no! I've, I've, I've got no money. You're just I'm about just, to uh, brag on the. Uh... No, I, no, just you know, I feel like just as a person, you know, my my soul mm. has been enriched, and you feel like the you know. legacy of the uh, Skew universe is now coming to full focus. Now I mean, that you've I'm still waiting on Clerks Three. Material. I'm still waiting on Clerks Three, but <laughs> all right, that might give you some extra, you know, it might expand the uh, the philosophy of yeah. these. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already in Rich Joe, that's just the Raisins in the Hala is going to be Clerks 3. So today we are looking at the movie that surprised the shit out of me as someone who's doing a podcast uh, starting with Kevin Smith movies. Uh, <laughs> got kind of blindsided by it. It was in like October or something like that. We're like, what? There's another of these movies? Like, oh my god, that's literally what our podcast is made for. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were just thinking like, oh yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, the, the last couple of movies that he did and, you know, we're going to move on to the next thing. But no, there is a new, uh, review a new, I mean, there's a new, uh, view askew film that came out about Jay and Silent Bob specifically because we really needed it. Um, the, this one is very clearly fan funded and they make a very big deal about that fact. And I've I've just been hearing a lot about, you know, um, like, the fact that the way Kevin Smith has been kind of, like, making his films and putting them out now is, like, you know, working very directly with the idea of, like, hey, you guys want to see me make more movies, you know, come support me doing it. And it's, like, it's, like, that one level of, it's almost like insane clown posse at a level where it's, like, I respect how you guys are operating in this, like, weird indie realm, but I'm not sure if... Yeah, let's, let's, let, let's get this out of the way. It's not a good movie. <laughs> oh my god! It is. I will just. Yeah. I will just straight up say that. I'm sorry. It's not a good movie. Oh, I will say I enjoyed it more than I expected to because my mm. expectations were on the floor. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know it, it's not. I mean. Like, and it's it is, not Tusk. And it is not a film that rewards repeated viewings. Uh, yeah. I watched it twice to, uh, you know, like, take the notes the second time. And I was just like, ooh, this doesn't work. Just, like, I, that's what it is. Seeing it for the first time and having the jokes just happen to you is very like, oh, that was weird. Oh, it was that was kind of weird that, that they went this way and that way. Um, but just, like, as soon as you watch it back again, it just reveals, like, the cheapness of the comedy in a lot of ways. Uh, that I think we're going to get into first, starting off with the awful, irredeemable opener. Yeah, the 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 reason that my my expectations were on the floor was because of that opener that we saw a while back when we attempted to watch it, and it was this like really just bad uh, version that that had like pop up ads happening in front of it. Yeah. It was it was literally unwatchable. But what, but what we, we saw were, was yeah, what was <laughs> unfolding was just uh, like. This was bad writing. Basically, it starts. The film starts off with uh, a whole bunch of police officers, SWAT-looking guys, are like aiming guns at. Uh... It's the old video store from Clerks yeah, that yeah, Randall yeah. worked at, and I'm I'm a little bit mad about this because I had been saying for a while. I said, you 
know what would be great because it's like, okay, we see in that flashback in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back that it used to be a record store. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's not a record store anymore. It's a video rental in Clerks. And it's like, well, video rentals aren't really a thing anymore. But I thought, oh, what if it's a dispensary? Because Jay and Silent right. Bob buy the place at the end of Clerks 2. What if they make it into a dispensary? Yeah, Wouldn't that be cool? Thing, yeah. And it and they did make it into a dispensary. And then it's this complete, like, you know, 30-second throwaway. That yeah. <laughs> and the gag that they do is so dumb because it's like, all right. Donnell Rollins, I think, is the uh, uh, the police officer who's like, you know, got the megaphone. And he's like, "Come on out, and you know, uh, and put your uh, hands up or something like that." And so Jay comes out, and he's got like weed plants in his hands, and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, we don't want no problems." And he's like, uh, uh, "Throw, pull, da- uh, throw down the plants," and he's like, "Huh?" And he just pulls down his pants with his dick tucked between his legs, still holding the plants and just like the the goodbye and, horses music. Right, plays. he's doing the and and it's like and I think I said this the last time when we talked about this. It's so frustrating because it's like, okay, in Clerks too, when he does that, when he, he tucks his dick and he and he's like dancing around like Buffalo Bill, yeah. it's funny because the joke is that he is bored and he's goofing off and he's like randomly pretending to be Buffalo Bill yes, from Silence yes. of the Lambs because he's just bored. That's and the enjoyability off. of the r- and, silly character. And him doing that in a situation like, yeah, Jay's dumb, but still like that doesn't mean that he has no motivations or nothing he does makes any sense. And for him to just do that when he's got like a SWAT team aiming guns at yeah. him just doesn't and it and it really felt like the like it's not something if that had not happened in a previous movie it wouldn't have been done the only reason that that was done was like hey remember when he did this wasn't that funny and and, yeah. and also like the the way they try to contextualize it in this specific instance is by going like oh he's he said drop the pants not right. he said right. drop the plants not still, your pants right but it's, it's like, like why would he have tucked his dick and why would he be yeah. pretending to be buffalo bill it's like it just doesn't yeah and it's like he why would he mishear like he's stupid he's not fucking deaf like it's, why would he mishear plants in pants that's not that similar of a word where it's like what an idiot for not getting you know yeah, like there are sometimes where words will be like oh that's a word you don't commonly hear as much so it's funny that Jay uh, misheard that word right, but and, pants and plants and I, and that's I stupid. feel like it's also just one of several jokes that we see early on that aren't really jokes it's literally just a reference to hey remember when this happened in that other movie you like yeah. what if I did that again so uh they 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 get arrested outside of this place called well it's now branded the cock smoker and as we learn it is a uh a sandwich shop slash weed pop-up place that they that they've made but like the way it's like brought up is so like corny like the 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 officer or something like that who's reading it out he's like oh uh, uh the name of the sandwich shop is <laughs> cock smoker <laughs> like he's just like laughing his ass off and just like that's not funny i guess like, it's kind of a pun because of smoking and it's a smoke shop but like it's not really a pun because when you like the it's a metaphor already at yeah. yeah well i was thinking like are they referencing like because the sandwich is your like are they i feel like there's like there's no joke there's supposed to be like it's like 
there's not enough time to really make sense of it, but I think the idea was that it was a chicken sandwich shop as a front for an illegal dispensary. Yeah, but... But it was, like, so clearly a dispensary, and there was never any indication that they actually sold yeah. chicken sandwiches, so it kind of... And and just, and like, the play on words is just bad. Like, it's not like a Simpsons, like, oh, that's a joke. Oh, you can hear how uh, the wordplay could be about smoking weed or about uh, chicken sandwiches, like... Cock smoke, what? You know, yeah, like, like nobody's maybe... gonna think cock smoker is a chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, what? You know, and no I one mean, would be laughing their ass off at that. Yeah, you know? I mean, so I, I don't want to spend too much time just like shitting. <laughs> like driving well, I don't, don't want to spend too much time <laughs> shitting on jokes that are original, even if they are bad, because my biggest gripe was with so many of the jokes that weren't jokes at all, but were just references. Mm. I will say, okay, so I wasn't clear on Justin Long makes a, an appearance yes. as a character who I feel like was the porn star from Zack and Miri. Yeah, but now he's a lawyer, even though he's acting exactly the same. Well, I mean, it's possible that a porn star could in 10 years have become a lawyer. Yes. So that's what, like, I thought that it was supposed to be like, oh, here's the same character and he's become a lawyer in the last 10 years, which was kind of cool. But I was a little confused because then you had, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. I'm sorry. I like Craig Robinson. Yeah, he is a typically funny guy, and he can make yeah. material. So he work. was the judge. So I don't think he was supposed to, because the judge was his name was uh, uh, judge, judge, jury, jury, and executioner. His judge, Jerry, and executioner, which is a silly joke, but again, it's at least an original joke. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, and the whole like setup is that uh, this uh, this this lawyer is helping them get off of the case by saying that, oh, you know, they're not uh, running a dispensary shop. It was a joke in promotion of this movie. Uh, and also, you know, he gets Jay and Silent Bob to sign the, these rights, that uh, the, the rights way that, it, that, you know, they don't... Right, and then, it, and then it turns the around that they now... And then he turns around and says, and now you're being... Uh, you have an injunction or whatever that you can't use the names Jay and Silent Bob because yeah. of the reboot. And, um, and it becomes... Very, very meta from there. It becomes yeah. very meta. So uh, they they go to Jason Lee in order to uh, you know figure out what they're gonna do, and it you know as a nod to the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back movie. And I, I did like the the joke about there being mall rats in the uh, in yeah. the abandoned mall because yeah. you know <laughs> no one goes to the mall anymore, so it's fucking decrepit, and there are like small rodents running around. I was like, okay, that was really clever. Yeah, yeah um, that's funny. But just seeing like Jason Lee, just like. <sighs> I don't want to insult these people, like, just, like, on the basis of, like, oh, they're old, but it just, I like, mean, feels like, to be why fair, are we doing this right this now? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say, like, it's, like, 15 years after. I feel like it's weird because we've watched all these movies in such a short span of time, mm. but this is, like, 15 years after Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, so, you know, I think, yeah, it's, like, a little shocking to see people look older, but it also is, like, you know, it's 15 years later. Yeah, but, but like, it's just something about their, you know what it is, especially Especially Jay, like there's something about like he's saying certain like similar quips, but like they seem a little slower. Like the the timing isn't like yeah, and on the same level, and it's just like m- maybe if there was better editing, maybe if there were better jokes, you know, you could be like, oh, they're getting back in the saddle again. But something feels very like puffy and like well, you know. it was. Here's the thing: is I feel like this script needed several more drafts. Yes, because and we'll get into this later, but the plot. Like, 
there's a lot of plot that happens and a lot of explanation, a lot of motivation, a lot of character motivations, particularly in the middle, and that just seem to come out of nowhere. Um, Harley Quinn, uh, Harley Quinn um, Smith's character, like her, her character makes very little sense or at least there's well, big parts of her characters doesn't make sense well there's we get into that <laughs> okay so so basically jay in the court they, they decide they're going on a road trip to stop the movie because you know stop the reboot from stop being the reboot, made. Right? and it is kind of funny i did like jason lee's explanation yeah. though of like right, oh, they, oh, the they, difference between a reboot it, and a remake they, yeah. it was a kind of interesting um I, I don't know what the word is it was like an interesting sort of um well, that's the pop Past- culture convos that they have. Well, right? I was going to say it was an interesting sort of pastiche of the internet explanation mm-hmm. from the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back movie. Yeah. But about reboots instead, because nobody has to explain the internet anymore. Um, and. But I thought that was it being the movie doing a good job. Yeah. Of like yeah. No, flipping that was, these, uh, you know, uh, yeah, like, that, yeah, that was that was fairly well done. Um, but so basically, Jay and, Jay and Silent Bob hit the road to stop the reboot. And in the course of that, Jay goes in and finds Justice, uh, the girl that he was in love with, the, the diamond heist lady. Oh, yeah. From, oh, at the, at the, they find him at the movie because she, the movie, because they're ordering. Right, she, and she's become a weather, yeah, she's become yeah. a weather woman. And so he, um, just like he met Jesse in a movies, in the other movie, he sees her on TV in a movies mm. and decides to go find her and he goes to her house and finds out that she has a daughter and the daughter is his. And, and the I, daughter is his. When did they fuck? When and, did they have time to fuck? And the thing is, I rewatched it again. They specifically like fuck up any possibility of that even happening because the joke is, how come you, she's like, how yeah. come you never visited me? He's like, oh, they wouldn't let us fuck when you were in lockup. It's like, so then you couldn't have had a kid because literally you said you hadn't seen her in 18 years. Now I'm wondering if this was just a big gotcha joke that you're supposed to realize after the fact that this whole movie, the whole arc is about him like coming to terms with being a dad and it's not his kid. I mean, that would be funny if that was like a thing, if he was just too stupid to get that. But like, did they fucking, did they like go fucking a bathroom or something at some point in the movie? they couldn't have because at the end of the movie she gets arrested. But I'm saying like before that, didn't they, did they, was there they wouldn't have had point. time. They were in the, they were in a van planning the heist, and then the heist uh, fucks up. She he thinks they're dead for most of the movie. Then he finds them at the end when it's the whole like action adventure. You know, like uh, they're finding the, uh, the the three other girls uh, plot happens, and then it's like, oh, okay, things are gonna be okay now. It's the end of the movie. Ah, but Will Ferrell still has to send you to jail. So she goes to jail directly in, as far as the movie is concerned mean, in I, the movie. So. And so for I, them to say, oh, we couldn't fuck when you were in jail, yeah. and we didn't meet after that, so, part, so there's no reason why they would have had sex. Yeah, so so now I'm wondering if either A, this was just a plot hole, or B, if it's a big gotcha that poor Jay spends this, has this entire huge <laughs> character arc, and the kid isn't his. Well, and and we'll get into, like, how this theme is kind of weird later well, on. that's gonna, like, now I, I didn't even, <laughs> like, throws I didn't the whole even think about that, but now that's gonna, like, color everything. But, but see, that you, doesn't make sense, like, but, why would she lied to him about that. Well, that doesn't, you I know mean, what I mean? Part of like, is like, Justy seems really stupid, which again, is weird. it's the way he writes female it's, characters who I, just have to deal with guys like who are she, complete douchebags. It's like, she can't be stupid because 
Like, she can't be stupid because, like, she was an international jewel thief and now she's a weather lady. Like, she can't be stupid, but she seems... And she seems... has this really nice house, you know what right. I'm saying? Right, like, she seems stupid. So, I don't know, it, like... It's the I, contrivance I feel, in order to... I feel to... like I'm gonna, honestly, I'm gonna say I want it to, I want this to be a plot hole because if it's not a plot hole and it was intentional that we're supposed to go like, oh yeah, that can't be his kid, that's just depressing. Well, because remember, isn't part of the plot, she's like, don't tell her that you're my, that, uh, that, you know, you're the father. Like, she specifically right. said and that. So that's like, supposed to be a plot thing. She, you're going like, ooh, right. you know, what's and like, happen? she doesn't come to him, she's not like coming to him and being like, this is your kid. There's no reason she would have to like make that up so part of me what i was gonna say with her being that like coming off as that stupid is that like are we supposed to think that she thinks that's his kid and she's wrong but but that doesn't make like, so that, I, that would be fucking uh, what's that the mafia parody movie where uh, you know at the end uh, the, the the guy who's the main character goes up to the woman at the end and goes like this is your son his name is jay and it's like wait how the fuck would he have had a son <laughs> like yeah like that they don't put like it's not I think it doesn't set it up clever enough well, for that to even work. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, I think it's just a plot hole. I'm yeah. gonna say that I think it's just a plot hole because the fact is there were kind of a lot of not necessarily plot holes, but definitely like bad, awkward just, writing, just things that weren't thought through. And I feel like it just it seemed like the script was written in a hurry and didn't get another few drafts because basically, um, so there's. Harley Quinn's character, I can't remember, I can't remember any of the kids' actual names, but there's Harley oh, Quinn. I remember one name. <laughs> we'll which, get to it in a minute. Oh, okay. Character named Jihad. Was oh, yeah. What? I guess what I blocked that out. Yeah, so that was, yeah, there's a lot of racial stereotyping that was unfortunate. Um, but but it was in the name of, like, them doing, like, oh, when you do a re reboot, you get younger, yeah, more like, diverse cast of characters. Yeah, but there's no reason to name the Muslim girl Jihad. Like, and, and, a, and she has a scimitar. And, she has a and scimitar. it's like, all right. Like, um, so, so that, like, so basically the plot is you've got... Um, Harley Quinn's character and her best friend who is deaf, so she like she has she like her dad has a silent best friend. Yeah, you know that's kind of all right. Except like her friend like has more of a concrete reason for being silent. <laughs> yes, but so she um so the two girls are like we really really want to go to um the the con or like whatever. chronic con chronic con yeah. because it's the it's the con for blunt man and chronic and yeah that one of their friends is a huge fan of but they don't know what jade silent bob well, fucker so, sound like so i feel like <laughs> so here's the thing like i feel like they don't even mention the friend at first like they don't yeah. even say that they're just like we want to go to this con and they threaten him into taking they, they yeah, threaten... with the really, like, you're gonna do it now, we're gonna fuck yeah, you Yeah, and I feel like there's just, I don't know, it's like the, the whole, like, teenage girl being really violent and obnoxious is, like, isn't that badass? It's yeah. just, you know, whatever. But, so, so that was the weird thing, is, like, there's this, the the two girls are just like, we you'd better take us to this con, we really want to go, so they're like, okay. And then... Well into that, we they it turns out they're in the middle of like Louisiana or something, yeah. and they've got two or three other girls with them. I think it's just the two other girls. It's Jihad and then yeah. The, oh, now I remember how the contrivance unfolded. It was like they were taking an Uber. And uh, uh, she and they, gives they, them, like, yeah, weed snacks. Because Jay and Bob don't know about edibles. They're running a pop-up shop, and they don't know about edibles. Well, okay. and I, I will say I think that that was supposed to be Jay just being so, um, you know, so naive about, like, his... 
Like thinking like, oh, this sweet little girl couldn't possibly, yeah. you know. Well, and it was kind of stupid because like he would be too dumb about like certain things. Like, okay, he was a bit of a prude about her, you know, using the word strap on. And I was like, uh, all right, the vulgarian Also, day I want to say like it was that, really okay. not clear on whether these were supposed to be high schoolers or college students because on the one hand... It seems like they're high schoolers, they're wearing school uniforms, but also they talk about, like, the friend, the the deaf girl lives in another in state. In a hippie commune? In a hippie commune? deaf people? It was like, so what is she doing? Like, how does she, lives in another state? They're talking about, like, <laughs> spring break and all this stuff in a way that implies, and they have, like, it's, like, it was just really unclear. It felt, like, very first drafty. And mm. so basically, they end up in the middle of nowhere after, um... Uh, Harley Quinn, basically, I, I'm going to just keep calling her that because I don't know what the character yeah, name is. She gets them high and um, then they she get gets kicked out of the van. And, and they're in the middle of nowhere and they picked up these other two girls that are their friends and they're like, okay, here's the real reason is this girl really, really wants to go to the con and it's her dream and we've got to get her there. Uh, okay, so uh, the the how they get to the movie in the first, uh, the first place, right? Uh, we kind of skipped over that. So like... How they get there is using this uh, oh, Uber Oh, yeah, poor app. Fred Armisen. Yeah, yeah. And, like, his... Oh, it's, that was it's such really, an awkward fucking It was very scene. weird. He was, like, making them pot- tater tots because he's a failed tater tot. Yeah, and, and the idea is that they're called hater tots because he thought that... Uh, teenage girls would like something called hater tots because, oh, there's a little quiz on there. It's like Teen Vogue or some shit. But well, who ended up really liking them is KKK members. I and, and I was like somehow did I didn't even like pick up that it was like oh it's hater tots and they're haters until like midway through I thought it was just like random like yeah. oh white supremacists love these tater tots. Well, I was just thinking like I mean that I will makes say, more sense than teenagers liking hater tots. I, like, that's I, I guess because it's like haters is like something teenager girls talk about. I will uh, say again it's like it's kind of dumb but at least that was it's an original. It, but at least that was an original yeah. joke, and then it does come back later. Like, yeah, it like, does, there is a bit of payoff it does, for There's it. a payoff, so it's like, at least that one wasn't just, hey, remember when we did this and this out of the other movie that you liked? Yeah. So I, I won't want to so, shit on that too much. So so they've <laughs> got three uh, special, uh, uh, you know, blunts that they're only going to use for special occasions because it's did all they Did that ever left. come back? Uh, yeah, because the first one they end up giving to the Fred Armistead right, character, right. and... He gets high, and so this is a guy who's never gotten high before, and after Jay and Silent Bob leave him, he decides to get out of his car and start smoking the weed, and of course... Just, like, openly in a parking like, lot in broad daylight, which I'm yeah. like, that's beyond, like, it doesn't matter if you've never had experience smoking weed, like, common sense would tell you don't smoke a giant blunt in a parking lot in broad daylight. Yeah, that was, again, these contrivances just to get things to happen and now while it's happening they're ordering and uh they're ordering at the um at the uh, counter yeah at the counter and uh one of the chicks from garfunkel and oats is there and i was like oh yeah oh, cool. but she's so like awkwardly overacting what she's doing and it's just like oh my god Which, i can't again, enjoy this at like, all kate micucci is really funny generally and i think that again it just felt like rushed. Like the script felt like it needed more drafts. They felt like they filmed it too fast. They yeah. Felt like they edited it too fast. It just everything felt like they just needed more time to yeah. refine it. And, and w- the whole joke of uh, you know, um, so Simon Bob is trying to order a a plant based burger because he's a vegan, and so he types in a uh, an eggplant and shows I, it. To I kind of thought that was funny. I'll yeah. admit, like that was kind of funny. That was like. 
he's like, I want an eggplant. And, and I did like, like them sort of acknowledging like it's the 20, it's, it's like well into the 21st century now and Silent Bob mm. has a smartphone. So I did. Yeah. And, I, like and I did. did I thought the gag of him like spending a really t- long time typing <laughs> and then it turns out it's an emoji. I thought that yeah. was really funny. And, oh my God. Like he has some really like hard tapping hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, they're probably just doing that. Yeah. Just yeah. I, I thought that was really funny. And I did think him showing her an eggplant and then her like getting mad yeah. and thinking it was a penis. Like, but what? That was pretty dumb. That but, was pretty funny. But what's the ultimate payoff? The ultimate payoff is, oh, the manager comes over and, oh, tee the manager is his wife in and real life, and she takes him off to the side to go have sex with him. And I, at the I end mean, of the scene, it's like, oh, I, uh, the Garfunkel character, uh, I mean, uh, the character, uh, the, the, um... The under character who's the chick from Garfunkel knows. Yeah. She goes like, uh, oh, uh, well, now that we're done with that, you want to go have lunch? And she's like, oh, no, thanks. I've already had vegan. Yeah, ah. she's had like AA vegan or something. <laughs> and this is like, you know, I'm sorry. It just look, felt like a contrivance. Look, you know what? The man loves his wife and he likes to show <laughs> off. And, and you know what? I'm not going to hold that against him. But, I think it's sweet that he loves his wife and he wants to show off how much like they like having sex. But like, again, it's more <laughs> rewarding for like... Yeah, it's rewarding for the fans, and that's exactly what this movie it's, is made I mean, for. This movie is this movie is absolutely just a big like fan wish fulfillment. Yeah, but um, and you know, and there are times that that works in it, and times yeah. that it doesn't work. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to begrudge the man wanting to like be like, I love my wife in the movie. Like, but I did enjoy like you know just the idea of like when Jay first sees uh, Justice on the TV that, screen. That it's like it's it's basically the same sequence as when he sees Justice in person for the first time in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back only he's just watching her on the TV Well, and, so. and, but it's better though because you have that little fantasy sequence yeah. where he's getting like oh yes I like I forgot about that until you said it yeah so he imagines himself in the weather studio like in the the, the anchor table and she then is like pegging him yes and that was pretty great that I was, like, was oh, you oh, know okay. like and then you see like the, the news guy like slowly peeking his head up that was yeah. that made no, me that legitimately was, that laugh. was funny that was funny. Oh my god! The scene before the movie scene starts. Remember, so they're 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 in the uh, Fred, Fred Armisen's car, mm-hmm. and uh, before it transitions into the movie thing, Matt Damon comes out of butt fucking nowhere. Oh yeah, that was weird. It was like <laughs> it was, so looks like a legit was, cut out, cut out of the movie it's scene a, it's a that cut, accidentally got except, ju- shoved back in randomly. Yeah, so it's um so it's Matt Damon as Loki shows up and is talking directly to the camera and he's like. Hey, like I was Loki before Tom Hiddleston, and, and before was, the fake British accent, and I was like, right, wait, which I think Tom Hiddleston is actually British. I mean, his name is Hiddleston. <laughs> of course, he's British. Um, <laughs> if you go to if you if you go up to Ellis Island with that shit, they make you change it. Um, so he he's basically just saying what happened to Loki in the meantime, which I'm like, yeah. okay. And it doesn't inform it what's doesn't. happening in the movie at it, all. It ends up having absolutely zero to do with the movie yeah. at all. Like, it's the only, I think it's the only dogma reference other than, like, he talks about he God. Alanis Morissette. He, he talks about God a little bit and says that God looks like Alanis Morissette, but it's mm-hmm. the only thing related to, like, the actual, I mean, God just looks like Alanis Morissette in the View Askew universe, but that's the only thing that, like, actually relates to the plot of dog at all yeah so and but the way that ends because again i'm watching the scene trying to figure out why is he here what's going on and he just goes like oh uh so i was reborn with a new identity so i guess you could say i was 
reborn. Oh, you get it? I just blew your fucking minds with this reference and the wordplay. And, like, I'm watching him, like, getting really excited over this wordplay. And I'm like, what is he talking about? What? Like, maybe, like, Jason Bourne? Like the- oh, I think it is. Because, yeah, because isn't he, isn't, <laughs> wait, isn't Matt Damon? I think that, Bourne? yeah. But it's just yeah. such a contrived, like, I wasn't thinking about the Bourne identity when you were talking to me. I was thinking about dogma. So what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like, you know, I feel just... like that's just like, y'all are going to be upset if we don't put Matt Damon in here. We don't make a more explicit dogma reference. So yeah. here you go. It, the whole reason why they give Fred Armisen the weed, like, he just goes like, he just shows them the local, the unionized weed work dealer's card. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jay is okay with giving him the weed. It's just like, why would we want to give uh, away uh, one of our best weeds? And Jay just goes, I mean, it's all about just goes, look at the card. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're weed dealers. So we're going to give you the weed that we don't have any of after this. Like, it's just, it's just such stupid. Well, again, again, I just, you know, it was weird. It was like the bones were there. And there were a lot of ideas, but it just, like, needed it needed another draft. Yeah, a reason to care. But, again, this is the type of movie that just feels like we're just making this for, you know, the fan satisfaction. Which, but it's like, like, you know, I get fan service, but it's, you want a service. Yeah, fans. like. It's like, don't, don't just, don't just throw slop at the fans. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll, exactly. You'll eat this, won't you? Um, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, I thought it was really contrived, like, um. Not even contrived, but like when when you know Harley Quinn threatens them, it says, "Oh, you better take us, or or else we'll kill you." And then you know he goes like, "Well, you know I'm gonna do this just so I can bond with her and whatever." And you know he says, "Okay, you can't do this if you're gonna hang out with me." And he goes like, "Oh, whatever. It's not like you're my dad." And you know James and Bob look at each other for a second, and then like it cross fades when they're in the car, and you hear in the background, "Oh yeah, the song that's going like we're all family anyway." It's just like. What the fuck is this? Oh, I didn't. I didn't really grok that. But the like, music choices were just so like oh, awkwardly but, overly you know, and, and I do think like it's frustrating because the idea of like you know Jay meets the daughter he didn't know he has and like using like okay it's yeah it's the same plot of like we've got to go across the country and stop this movie but he just met the daughter he doesn't know he has and he's gonna like go with her as a way to bond with her like and she doesn't know that he's her dad like that's a cool idea for like it's a Mm -hmm. cool idea a lot of the ideas were really cool it just felt so rushed and and it's frustrating because it's like oh this this could have been this could have been really great and it just felt like such a missed opportunity yeah uh so after seeing way more of jay's butthole than i ever needed to see oh (laughs) yeah there's like there's, there's a lot of there's there's some some it's pretty like, graphic J crack. Wow, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, I don't even want to. So anyway, uh, afterwards they they uh, they get surprised and they wake up because like uh, Jay is put in a position where it looks like he's giving a blowjob. Oh yeah, because you gotta have the gay joke. Yeah, and uh, you know they, they get all confused like whoa, what's going on? And like oh, there were two teenagers now there's four. What's going on? And he sees the uh, the the Muslim chick and he goes like holy shit, it's a terrorist. And, you know, the Muslim chick's like, what, where? And he's like, uh, uh, he's like, oh, what? You know, just the awkwardness of, like, Jane, I guess, never meting, never having met an Islamic person before. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that was one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I don't care if I sound like an SJW scold or whatever, but it's just like, it's just not funny. It's just like, it's the most basic, like, oh, a Muslim, a terrorist. Like, that's the most basic thing. It's not, it's not, it's not that it's like, 
oh, it's not funny because it's not politically correct. It's like literally just it's not basic funny. humor. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you, even the excuse like you could make a lot. Well, they're making fun of him for being stupid but and it's ignorant. it's not funny. And there's no reason like I don't. Jay has like a weird relationship with queerness that, you know, yeah. that's been explored and we've talked about a lot. But like. I don't think there's ever been anything that shows he's racist. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so what? I'm like, where'd this come from? So that seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah, Jay basically, it it seems weird to say about Jay because, like, the character is stupid. Like, canonically, he's stupid. But I feel like he got handed the idiot ball more than usual in this movie. Yeah. And so, so in, in the way the dialogue unfolds, is like, he's like, holy shit, a terrorist. He's like, oh, what? He's like, uh, oh, my name's uh, Jihad. And yeah, oh, it's like, she it's, says, like, assalamu alaikum to him or something like that. And he goes like, oh, it sounds like baby talk. And first of all, I was like, what the fuck? And, but secondly, her response is like, no, it's just talk, baby. And I was like, what type of line is that? Was she being it's, sexy? It's, was she making the, fun of him? It's the kind of line that you write when you're hammering out a script in a weekend and you don't take the time to edit it. And you don't... It's like... it. I mean, literally, this felt like it was written for like a 48-hour film festival or something. Yeah. And I don't mean to keep harping on that, but it's like... It's it's not that the idea the idea was great the idea the concept the structure of this movie could have worked really well and it's just frankly a little bit offensive that somebody <laughs> with as much support and resources